This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the Internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn and via satellite Eurosat 16A on 11512 MHz vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east, symbol rate 29950 MHz symbols per second, standard DVB S2, modulation 8 PSK, audio PID 510. We wish you good reception conditions. You are listening to the news on Radio Romania International. I am Vlad Palku. In the lineup today, the Social Democratic Party has called on the EPPO to investigate the acquisition of anti-COVID-19 vaccines in Romania. Countless celebrities mourn the passing away of soprano Mariana Nicolescu. And Romanian handball clubs are this weekend competing in Champions League. The USA will send ammo and military vehicles to Ukraine as part of a new assistance package worth 725 million US dollars meant to help Kyiv fend off the Russian invasion, the US Department of Defense has announced. Saudi Arabia will also send to Ukraine humanitarian aid worth 400 million US dollars. Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman told Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky that his country is willing to continue its efforts to mediate a truce between Kyiv and Moscow. On the ground, Ukrainian investigators have exhumed Ukrainian military buried in one of the two mass graves discovered in the wake of the Russian withdrawal from Liman, eastern Donetsk. Meanwhile, a power plant in Belgorod, Russia, caught fire in what the regional governor, Vyacheslav Gladkov, has described as a Ukrainian attack. According to the Romanian border police inspectors, some 96,000 people entered Romania, of whom 8,800 were Ukrainian nationals, representing a 7% increase compared to the previous day. According to a press release published on Saturday, some 2.5 million Ukrainians have entered Romania starting February 10th. Most of them were en route to countries in Western Europe. According to the Romanian Interior Ministry, over 4,300 Ukrainians were given asylum in Romania, thus benefiting from every right under the Romanian law. Some 70,000 Ukrainians have obtained stay permits and benefit from temporary protection. 478 new cases of SARS-CoV-2 infection were reported in the last 24 hours, 157 less compared to the previous day, the Romanian Health Ministry announced on Saturday. Most new infections were reported in Bucharest, Brasov and Timish counties. Some 3.2 million cases of COVID-19 have been reported in Romania since the pandemic broke out. The European Public Prosecutor's Office has confirmed it is conducting an investigation into the acquisition of COVID-19 vaccines in the European Union. In a Facebook post, the EPPO stated no further details will be made public at this stage. The Social Democratic Party, PSD, claims the EPPO should also investigate Romania's own vaccine acquisition campaign carried out in 2021, which 
the party says resulted in a prejudice of 1 billion euro. PSD says OCRE health ministers in charge of the campaign are yet to provide a relevant explanation to justify the acquisition. Countless celebrities in Romania mourn the death of soprano Mariana Nicolescu, who passed away on Friday aged 73. Also known as Regina del Belcanto, Prima Donna Assoluta or Diva Divina, Mariana Nicolescu leaves behind a universe that she helped expand throughout her career, musicologists say. Mariana Nicolescu was an honorary member of the Romanian Academy, Dr. Honoris Causa, an honorary professor of several universities in Romania and neighboring Moldova. She's also the recipient of numerous distinctions and awards, including Commander of the Italian Republic, Officer of the Order of Arts and Letters from France, and the National Order of the Star of Romania in the rank of Grand Cross. According to a study, Mariana Nicolescu featured in the largest number of premieres at Teatro alla Scala in Milan. She was invited by Pope John Paul II to perform Romanian carols as part of the Vatican Christmas Concert of 1993, broadcast live all over the world. At least 40 miners were killed in an explosion at a coal mine in northwestern Turkey, according to the latest announcement made on Saturday by Interior Minister Suleyman Soylu. Labor accidents are frequent in Turkey, where the vast economic development in the last decade was encouraged to the detriment of safety measures, particularly in constructions and the mining sector. In 2014, 301 people died in Soma after an explosion caused an underground coal mine to collapse. And we go out with news from Sports Romania's handball champion CS Rapid Bucharest are today playing Budușnost Podgorica of Montenegro in a new Champions League Group B fixture. Rapid is undefeated in the last four matches with three wins and one draw. On Sunday in Group A, Romania's vice-champion CSM Bucharest will take on DHK Banik Most of the Czech Republic at home. CSM is undefeated in the last four games, having grabbed three wins and a draw. Bucharest is the only European capital with two teams performing in the most important women's European interclub competition. And that was the news. Coming up next, The Week in Review. Welcome to The Week in Review with me, Mihaela Ignatescu. Romania's joining the Schengen Agreement was intensely analyzed in the context of the visit of the Dutch Prime Minister Mark Rutte to Romania on Wednesday. Getting the Netherlands' support for accession has in fact been a major topic of high-level discussion. This is because as of 2011, since Romanians have met all the technical conditions to be part of the free movement area, their accession has been opposed by several states in the European Union. The Netherlands has consistently been one of them and still is the only reluctant member state. 
During Wednesday's visit, Prime Minister Mark Rutte stated that his country was not against Romania's accession to Schengen, but said that the process must be closely related to the reform of the judiciary and respect for the rule of law. President Klaus Johannes pointed out, however, that failure of accession was not an option for Romania. Meanwhile, experts from the European Commission have been to Romania this week to check how the country is prepared to join Schengen. The European inspectors monitored how border controls are carried out, the asylum policy and the return of migrants, as well as the extent to which the staff is trained according to the rules of the European Free Movement Area. Accession to the Schengen area of free movement of people and goods will allow citizens to cross the internal borders of the European Union without being checked, will facilitate trade or tourism and will be able to open even more business opportunities. Russia has this week escalated the war in Ukraine to a new level, targeting buildings and public spaces with missiles and wreaking terror and destruction in cities in almost every province, in response to an earlier attack on the Kerch Strait bridge that connects Russia directly with the Crimean Peninsula, annexed by the Russians in 2014. Romanian President Klaus Johannes has strongly condemned on Twitter the Russian attacks. The crimes committed against innocent people must stop, wrote the head of state, who reaffirmed Romania's support for Ukraine in the fight against Moscow's aggression. The Romanian Foreign Minister Bogdan Aurescu announced that the staff of the Romanian embassy in Kiev was safe, although on Monday a Russian missile fell only 850 meters away from the embassy headquarters. French armored personnel carriers and Leclerc tanks will arrive in Romania at the end of October to complete the technical means of the NATO battle group deployed in Cinco in the center of the country. The announcement was made by the Ministry of Defense in Bucharest. The battle group was established since May by transforming the allied multinational elements within the NATO response force. France took over the role of framework nation. The French battalion deployed in Romania, integrating by rotation also troops from Belgium and the Netherlands. The NATO battle group contributes to increasing military cooperation between Romania and France and implicitly to strengthening the security of the Euro-Atlantic space on the eastern flank, especially in the current context of the war in Ukraine and the crisis in the Black Sea region. This week, President Klaus Johannes has received in Bucharest the president of Georgia, Salomi Zurabichvili. The visit took place on the occasion of the 30th anniversary of the resumption of bilateral diplomatic relations. On this occasion, the Romanian head of state said that building an electric cable between Romania, Georgia and Azerbaijan, which would connect the Caspian Sea, the Black Sea and the European Union, is a priority. It would be doubled by a submarine fiber-optic cable for the development of digital connectivity. Romania is also working with Georgia to render operational the Black Sea-Caspian Sea freight corridor and to create a regular ferry line connecting the two countries. Romania will remain one of the firmest supporters of Georgia's aspirations for European and Euro-Atlantic integration, President Klaus Johannes assured the leader from Tbilisi. The two signed a joint declaration regarding the establishment of a strategic partnership between Romania and Georgia. 
Annual inflation kept rising in Romania, and in September it reached almost 15.9% from 15.3% in August. Natural gas continues to lead the list of price increases in the last 12 months, with over 70%, followed by sugar and edible oil with almost 50%, and potatoes with approximately 43%. According to the National Bank of Romania, inflation will continue to rise until the end of the year, but at a slower pace. Forecasts regarding future developments are, however, under the sign of uncertainty, given the unpredictable global context. The National Bank of Romania says that a balanced combination of macroeconomic policies and the implementation of structural reforms, including through the use of European funds, are essential for macroeconomic stability and strengthening the capacity of the Romanian economy to face unfavorable developments. To end the week in review, a look at the headlines. Romania's joining the Schengen Agreement was analyzed in the context of the visit of the Dutch Prime Minister to Romania. Bucharest condemns the escalation of violence in Ukraine. France strengthens its military presence in Romania. The Georgian president has visited Bucharest. And inflation is on the rise in Romania. Focus on Romania. 19 years since her first hit, I Can't Take It Anymore, Nico has again joined forces with singer-songwriter Cabron for a new song which eventually proved to be a genuine hit. Nico says, quote, Music lovers have been waiting for us to launch a new hit together for quite some time now. Of course, I have cooperated with Cabron for my other albums, which have included either songs composed by him or songs that we sing together, but we haven't launched a song since 2003, unquote. We now invite you to listen to Nico and her latest hit, an Academy Award for Love.
Strălucind în noroi Hai să fim iată o suflete prinse Nu poți să stingi două flăcări aprinse Nici cu oceanele cele mai mari Cu tot cu valurile cele mai tari Nu, no, nu, no, nu, no, nu no. N-am cum, n-am cum Să mă întorc și să aleg un alt drum N-aș fi ales un alt drum Listening to Radio Romania International. World of Culture. Welcome, I'm Ana Maria Popescu. An event devoted to animated film, Animest is the place where the most important international productions released in the last year have a first meeting with the Romanian public. This year's edition, the 17th, took place in Bucharest between October the 7th and 16th and included more than 340 films, among which animated films that won prizes at major international cinematographic events. Here is Mihai Mitrica, the director of Animest, with details. Este o ediție în plină forță după doi ani de pandemie. Festivalul Animest nu s-a It is a comeback edition after two years of pandemic. But the Animest Festival did not stop even during the pandemic. We organized an online-only edition and a hybrid edition. Last year we screened films in one cinema hall, but this year we are screening films in more than five locations. It's not an accident after these two years of pandemic that we chose love as the theme of this edition. We have a lot of love stories in the program, animated and very colorful, of course. In this edition, the international feature film competition brings together exceptional stories that will convince even the most hard-to-impress viewers. I'm talking about five films. One of the films is produced in Japan. Another one is a Japan-France co-production. We also have, among others, a film from Portugal, which is called Nayola. Portugal is the guest country at this year's festival, so we have a lot of Portuguese films. 
In the international feature film competition, we also have a Lithuanian-American film, A Beautiful Love Story. It is very interesting that two of the five films in the international competition have war as their topic, but the way war is presented or the way the subject is approached is very original. Although they are films about war, they have color and humor. As a conclusion, I would say that the pandemic seems to have worked in favor of love, so to speak, as we can see in the animist festivals scheduled this year. It seems that people had more time to think, to devote more time to their loved ones, and this is indeed reflected in the productions that we have received. One of the 49 short films selected in the international competition will go home with the 2022 Animest Trophy, which will automatically give it a place on the list of eligible candidates for an Academy Award nomination granted by the American Film Academy. Among these films, there are two Romanian productions, Survaika, a film by Vladi Litovic and Radu Pop, in which a cat ends up having all the power, and Sasha, directed by Sergei Kiviriga, about a teenager who gets to discover the truth about his own sexual identity in a strange way. Mihai Mitrika. Romanian films are no exception in terms of quality and diversity, and this year we've received more submissions than ever. This is another conclusion that I have reached, namely that these two years of pandemic left a mark on productions whose number has increased. Another notable thing is that most of the Romanian works submitted and selected this year into the competition are longer. There are 9 or 12-minute films, but there are also 15-minute ones. As a rule, in previous years, the average length of a Romanian production was 4 minutes, with just a handful of 9-minute films. This tells me that artists had more time to work on their films and found stories they could tell in 12 minutes or more. As regards quality, it has improved for one year to the next, with few exceptions. Those interested in exploring new views in animation will appreciate the short films submitted in the student film competition and coming from the most prestigious animation schools in the world. Animest International Animation Film Festival is the only one in Romania devoted exclusively to animation. Founded in 2006, the festival screens hundreds of works from around the world in six competition categories. Special programs devoted to famous animation schools, to relevant festivals, to major names in industry are also included. Every October, Bucharest hosts film directors, producers, students, curators and journalists who take part in Q&A sessions, film premieres, workshops and masterclasses. One of the most important missions of the festival is to revive and promote Romanian animation. The local competition section of the festival has grown since its launch in 2007. 
The new generation who took part in the Animast workshops are already animation professionals in the country or students in leading European universities. In recent years, Romanian animation films have been selected in and awarded at important international festivals. Animest organizes screenings in various cities in Romania, curates film selections in international festivals, and Animest Chisinau has been a regular annual event since 2011. You have been listening to World of Culture. Listening to Radio Romania International. Radio Romania International Encyclopedia. Welcome everyone, I am Vlad Palcu. The history of Jews in the Romanian principalities in the 19th century was marked by the fight for national and civil rights. The new Romanian state that appeared in 1859 after the unification of Moldova and Wallachia provided Romanian citizenship only to Christians and that came with every deriving right and liberty. The 1866 constitution enshrined this right in the clearest way possible under Article 7. The Romanian citizenship is earned and preserved and is lost according to the regulations stipulated by civilian legislation. Only foreigners of Christian right can obtain Romanian citizenship, the constitution read. The law, however, stipulated a number of exceptions. Those who pledged allegiance to Romania could be rewarded with the Romanian citizenship. Such was the case of many Jews who fought in the Romanian Independence War of 1877-1878. The forefathers of the Jewish community in Romania came up with strong arguments in favor of awarding Romanian citizenship to local Jews, such as those who were born in Romania were called. One of the most illustrious of them was doctor and scholar Iuliu Barash. Born in 1815 in Brody in present-day western Ukraine, a province in the Austrian Empire at the time, and passed away in Bucharest in 1863, aged 48, Barash was born Yehuda ben Mordecai. He arrived in Romania in 1843 when he was 28, more specifically in Kalarash Volekia, a city on the Danube River, 120 kilometers southwest of Bucharest. In 1851, he moved to the capital of Volekia, where he worked as a doctor. He set up a public health institutions such as quarantines, hospitals and clinics. He took his medical PhD in 1841 and taught medicine in high schools and special military, pharmaceutical and agricultural schools. He took an active involvement in every aspect of the life of the Jewish community, like all intellectuals of his time. He was a great patron of science, evidence of which can be found in his works. Barash was also an important advocate of the modernization of Jewish culture. 
Apart from science articles, his works also include volumes devoted to medicine, history, philosophy and hygiene. Barash thought it normal to take an active stance in the local Jewish media as well in the specialized scholarly literature. For someone as vocal and militant of Jewish rights as himself, the appearance of the first Jewish publication in the Romanian language was not out of the ordinary. Yuli Barash and the Jewish-born French journalist Armand Levy, jointly with Aaron Asher and Isaac Leib Weinberg, helped bring out the Romanian Israeli, which consisted only of a few issues due to underfunding. Historian Leah Benjamin, who specializes in the history of Jews, is the author of a study about the Romanian Israeli, where she highlighted some of the ideas of the time. It's interesting because it addresses both Jews and Romanians. At the same time, it was a platform for advocating the rights of Jews. Jews in Romania did not have the Romanian citizenship, and the first who militated for that was Iuliu Barash. He also made use of this newspaper to increase his reach. He submitted the first official memorandums to the ruler of Wallachia, Barbushtirbei, in 1856, when a foreign delegation of the great powers arrived in the Romanian principalities to prepare the 1858 conference in Paris. The union of the Romanian principalities was expected to be raised. Barash wanted to use the presence of foreign delegates to militate for Jewish rights and submit his memorandum to the ruler. These formal requests were first published in the Romanian-Israeli, historian Ilya Benjamin. What is remarkable about both Barash as well as all the other Jews who militated for the political and civil emancipation of Jews was the fact that they were attuned to the mentalities surrounding them. The strongest idea revolved around the union of the Romanian principalities, the first romantic project of the Romanian national state. Local Jews fully supported the unification and Barash spearheaded their efforts. Underlying the nationwide mobilization was the appeal to history and the Jews had their own contribution. The first series of the Romanian-Israeli appeared over March-September 1857. Although short-lived, the publication was not forgotten. You have been listening to Radio Romania International Encyclopedia. Hello and welcome to our regular feature, Truly Romanian. I'm your host, Elena Enake. Today I bring you songs performed by Marius Vasile Yusko from Maramures. Let's start with a song entitled For As Long As I Live. Yes, <laughs> 
crescut demnici, că ei ne-au crescut demnici, mai dorule. Am crescut cu dor de tată și cu fața înlăcrimată, și cu fața înlăcrimată, dorule. N-am trăit ca bogață Nu mama mă piata știe Cât o tras bine să sie Cât o tras bine să sie dorule Nu m-am unut Dumnezeu Știe cât o de greu, știe cât eu fost de greu, mai dorule. Continue Truly Romanian with another song performed by Marius Yusko, this time a love song. Mai dorule dor, din 
Găzadile mândri, mai dorul dor, Cămni draga tropotii, mai dorul dor, Lângă sadile mândri, mai dorul dor. Tropotii mândră și tu nu te uita la altul, Stăieți capul a juca mândră cât Era să-mi poruncit mai, Ce era să-mi poruncit Să-mi zici una de învârtit mai. Tracuar cu cetierii Mai dorule dor Și te s-arumpe întri Mai dorule dor Tracuar cu cetierii Mai dorule dor Şi s-arumpe întri, mai dorul dor. E s-arumpe arcum patru, E s-arumpe arcum patru, Face meșterul al dor Struneță lua din oraș Mai dorule dor Apas-o măi cetieraș Mai dorule dor Struneță lua din oraș Mai dorule dor Apas-o măi cetieraș Să-i Hai, hai și iară hai Dravni jocul de și pe mândra Ai ha și iară ha Și când gătăm de-a juca Strâng în brață pe mândra vasarii Am un joc și-mi pare bine Am un joc și-mi pare bine Cetierașul-i lângă mine Și poartă arcul păstrune Mai dorule dor E joacă inima-n mine, mai dorule dor Joacă și-i tare voioasă, mai dorule dor Că joc o mână drăfrumoasă, mai dorule dor Romanian traditional music is particularly appreciated for its dance songs. Let's listen to one next, performed by Marius Iusco.
Toți eu i-am ajutat, Dorule Azi de mine o uitat, Dorule La care le-am dat de tăte Azi să uit în altă parte Lume, azi să uit în altă parte, Dorule is Bucharest Radio Romania International DX Mailbag Welcome to a new edition in our DX Mailbag series I'm Eugen Nasta Once again, we go on a journey around the world, greeting listeners and friends, allowing you to compare how other listeners across the continents receive our programs. The first message we're taking out of the mailbag this week is the one sent in by Craig Christ of Manassas, Virginia, the United States of America. Craig tuned in to our broadcast on October the 1st, 2022, from 0.00 to 0.56 hours UTC, on 7375 kHz. We quote from his message, program ID, news beginning with the headlines, report on fuel support subsidies, comment on education minister scandal, hit of the day was the song I Don't Belong, the Green Planet with a report on the Danube Delta reconstruction project, sports weekend with reports on water polo, women's handball, and Football Super League. Cultural event with a report on sculpture exhibits at the Bucharest City Hall Museum. Truly Romanian featured folk songs from northwestern Romania. A love song was played. Simply folk with a song How Beautiful Love Is. Craig's symbol rating with the signal of our broadcast was 45544. Mr. Christ's Receiving equipment is made of a Win Radio G33 DDC SDR 
Excalibur Pro receiver with a 134-foot homemade multiband antenna running northwest to southeast. Mikio Kohara, our 72-year-old listener based in Osaka, Japan, tuned into a radio broadcast on October the 1st, 2022, from 2200 to 2256 hours UTC on 9790 kHz. Mikio's SINPO rating for the signal of our broadcast was 45444 to 32532, good to poor. Mr. Kohara uses an ICOM ICR75 with an AOR SA700 1.8 meter road type antenna. You are listening to Radio Romania International. You are the Radio Romania International. The DX mailbag continues with Mr. Kohara's message. Among the main points on the program Mikio listened to, there was the news, Russia declares annexation of four Ukrainian provinces. China, India and four countries oppose UN resolutions condemning Russia. Romania supports modernization of Moldovan armed forces. We can review... Romania denounces Russia's actions as violation of international law. Extension of emergency economic measures for fuel and energy prices. Romanian delegation attended the state funeral for former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. The Romanian economy in the first months. Then there was a song by a male singer, Mario, folk-style song. We had World of Culture, an interview talk about an exhibition at a museum with a world-class collection of paintings. Radio Romania International Encyclopedia talk about an introduction to 19th century Austro-Hungarian artist, male rock band and jazz-style music. The DX Mailbox, introduction of letters and reception reports from listeners in the USA, Canada, Japan, Indonesia. Music, female singer, I love my voice, schedule of English service, female announcer. Francis Lawler, based in Dublin, Ireland, wrote the following. We quote, Dear Radio Romania International, I would like your latest QSL card, please. I heard your station in English on October the 1st, 2022, from 2230 to 2300 hours UTC, on 7310 kHz with a simple rating of 34333. The receiver I was using this time was an XH Data D808 with antenna 57 meters long. Your program was DX Mailbag, that's from Mexico, Japan, Denmark, followed by Simply Folk. Mr. Sanil Deep based in Calicut, Kerala, South India, sent in his monthly reception reports for August and September 2022. Among other items in our program, Sanil tuned into listeners' letterbox on August the 28th and September the 4th, respectively. Sanil uses an ICOM IC7100 HT transceiver with a horizontal dipole antenna about 80 feet above ground level. 
Mr Deep's SIO rating for the signal of our broadcast was 343. Hans-Werner Lollicke, our good old friend living in Hedderhusen in Denmark, tuned in to our radio station on October the 5th, 2022, from 0530 to 0600 hours UTC, on 9660 kHz. Hans's SINPO rating for the signal of our broadcast was 43333. The receiving equipment is made of a Sony ICF SW7600GR receiver with a telescopic antenna. Among the programs Hans tuned into, there was the news. Romania will have a 4.6% growth. Police have imprisoned a group of espionage. Nobel Prize in Physics features gay situation. Education and education ministers inside Romania. Fashion in Romanian cultural events. Bucharest International Film Festival focusing on Ukraine. Malik Allah Bachaya Kokar of the Sungat Radio Listeners Club in Pakistan tuned into our radio broadcast on October the 5th, 2022, from 1930 to 2000 hours UTC on 5910 kHz with a simper of 5 Abdul Alim, based in the district of Tanjavur, Tamil Nadu in India. Tuned into Radio Romania International's broadcast in Romanian on 11950 kHz on October the 6th, 2022, from 1300 to 1330 hours UTC. Mr. Alim's equipment is made of a Texun PL310AT receiver with a telescopic antenna. The signal strength, Mr. Alim's simple rating for the signal of our broadcast was. Five double three double four. Mr. Alan Gale, living in Lancashire, United Kingdom, tuned into our radio station on Monday, the twenty-sixth of September, twenty twenty-two, from seventeen hundred to seventeen fifty-five hours UTC, on ninety-seven six hundred kilohertz in DRM system. Alan's Sinbo rating for the signal of our broadcast was five all. Very good reception throughout the entire broadcast. Mr. Gale's receiving equipment is made of a JRC NRD 525 with a DRM decoder card receiver with an AD370 active mounted outdoors antenna. Mr. Richard Lemke, living in St. Albert, Alberta, in Canada, tuned into our radio station on October the 30th, 2022, on 7375. 9850 kHz from 0300 to 0352 hours UTC. Among the items Richard tuned into, there were the Traveller's Guide, Generation 3.0 and In the Spotlight, at that time focusing on the third edition of the festival, invited film enthusiasts to return to the cinema halls. That's all we had time for in this week's DX Mailbag. Those of you who sent in their reception reports will receive a QSL card in the shortest time possible. Tune in again next week. Until then, from me, Eugen Nasta, it's goodbye and all the best, 73s.
Listener's Day on Radio Romania International. Dear friends, Sunday the 6th of November 2022 will be Listener's Day on Radio Romania International, celebrated a week after the Romanian Radio Day, marked on the 1st of November. 2022 will go down in history and equally in the collective memory as a very special year, but not like the year the whole world emerged out of the pandemic, as most of us would have expected. On the morning of February the 24th, the old continent was shattered by an armed conflict after almost 80 years of peace. Large-scale propaganda and disinformation campaigns meant to create chaos and confusion have also become part of the confrontation. The information warfare is not a new kind of reality. However, its effects have become more visible than ever against the backdrop of the war in Ukraine, because the war has brought a real explosion of fake news and disinformation with it. In this year's edition of Listener's Day on Radio Romania International, we ask you what sources of information about the war in Ukraine are the most reliable for you? How can you identify fake news from real news? How vulnerable you think you are to disinformation? Have you removed from your list the sources of information proven to be spreading fake news and disinform the public? Which is the role that public radio, and an international radio station in particular, plays in your life during this period of time? We are looking forward to receiving your answers, which will be included in our show on the 6th of November. You can email them to us at engl at rri.o, post them on Facebook, or send them as a comment to this article on Radio Romania International's website at www.rri.o. If you like, you can also send us pre-recorded answers via WhatsApp at plus four o seven double four three one two six five o. Or you can send us your telephone number so we can call you from the studio and record your opinions. Thank you. our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 1700 hours UTC on 9760 kHz in the DRM system and on 11850 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs tomorrow at 1100 hours UTC on 15.320 and 17.670 kHz. We can also be heard on the Internet at www.ri.ro. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro. Goodbye.